Bienvenidos al Medical Spanish Podcast. Soy la doctora Molly Merton. Through this podcast, I provide interactive audio lessons that teach practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. The level of this lesson is upper intermediate, and timestamps are provided in the show notes. The lessons offered at docmolly.com are solely for learning Spanish. They are not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. Hi, I'm Molly Martin, a hospitalist from Minnesota who fell in love with Latin America while studying in Bolivia ages ago. I make this podcast with the help of my teachers and friends from Latin America. The goal is to aid us in communicating with our patients in Spanish. It is not a replacement for a certified interpreter, but these lessons will help us to connect with our patients and in turn make our work more meaningful. Furthermore, I know from experience that healthcare providers are busy, so each lesson can be done while walking the dog or on your commute. They are interactive, so you will be asked to do a lot of interpreting. When there's a pause, it is your turn to speak Spanish. And for the non-medical listeners out there, all of the clinical encounters are written for speaking with patients. We rarely use medical jargon, and when we do, we explain it. Therefore, this podcast is useful for the non-medical Spanish learner who wants to practice conversational Spanish and brush up on advanced Spanish grammar. That's our slogan, Practical Spanish for Healthcare and Elsewhere. In today's lesson, a woman presents to the physical therapy clinic with complaints of vertigo. Just like the last clinical encounter on ADHD and many of our other clinical encounters, this clinical encounter on vertigo was originally written in English by one of our listeners. Bridget Schwimmer is a doctor of physical therapy who sees patients with vestibular disorders. She provided us with a sample dialogue, and then while studying at the San Pedro Spanish School in Guatemala, my Spanish teacher, Elizabeth Cortez, and I rewrote the dialogue in Spanish. We then recorded it in the beautiful grounds of San Pedro Spanish School overlooking Lago Atitlan. Thus, you'll hear the sounds of tropical birds in the background. I play the part of the patient, Angela, and Elisa plays the part of the physical therapist. Now, the patient has a lot to say during the first part of this dialogue, but once the therapist starts performing tests, she is the primary speaker. Therefore, we had Elisa play the part of the therapist. Let's listen to the first part of the dialogue, y después hablemos español. ¿Listos? Empecemos. Hola, bienvenida. Mi nombre es Elisa y seré su fisioterapeuta. ¿Usted es Ángela? Exacto. Leí en su expediente que usted ha padecido mareos. ¿Podrías explicarme un poco más? Pues, esto pasó de repente hace aproximadamente dos semanas. Me desperté por la noche y cuando me volteé fue cuando sentí los mareos. Sentía como si el mundo estuviera dando vueltas. Intenté levantarme de la cama porque tenía ganas de vomitar y por poco me caigo. Afortunadamente no me caí y llegué al baño justo a tiempo. Menos mal, porque vomité en el lavamanos. Lamento oír esto. Debió haber sido una experiencia incómoda. ¿Es la primera vez que le pasa esto? Sí, nunca me había pasado antes. Primero, repasemos el vocabulario. Physical therapist. El o la fisioterapeuta. So it doesn't change regardless of whether you're referring to a woman or a man. Ahora, repítelo dos veces. Fisioterapeuta. 
fisioterapeuta. You could also say terapeuta física. Using fisioterapeuta. Interpreta, I will be your physical therapist. Seré su fisioterapeuta. Leí en su expediente que usted ha padecido mareos. How did she say? Chart or record, as in a medical record. El expediente. You could also say El historial. To suffer or to experience a symptom. Padecer or sufrir. Note that both padecer y sufrir are used to express experiencing an illness or symptom, but without the same intense connotation that suffer has in English. Also, both can be followed by the preposition de, which is optional. Dizziness Los mareos Los mareos is a catch-all term for dizziness. It can refer to either motion sickness or vertigo or lightheadedness. And just like in English, it is uncommon for patients to use el vertigo to describe dizziness in Spanish. Using padecer interpreta, I read in your chart that you have experienced dizziness. Leí en su expediente que usted ha padecido mareos. Y otra vez, I read in your chart that you have experienced dizziness. Leí en su expediente que usted ha padecido mareos. ¿Podrías explicarme un poco más? Pues, esto pasó de repente hace aproximadamente dos semanas. Suddenly. De repente. Interpreta. This came on suddenly about two weeks ago. Esto pasó de repente hace aproximadamente dos semanas. So note we use un verbo en el pretérito más hace más un periodo de tiempo to express when something occurred in the past. Esto pasó hace dos semanas. Interprétalo otra vez. This came on suddenly about two weeks ago. Esto pasó de repente hace aproximadamente dos semanas. Me desperté por la noche y cuando me volteé fue cuando sentí los mareos. To turn over or to turn around. Voltearse. So depending on the context, this can either mean to turn around when you're in a standing position or to turn over when you're lying down. Interpreta, I woke up in the night, and when I turned over, me desperté por la noche y cuando me boté, 
That's when I felt the dizziness. Fue cuando sentí los mareos. So here we begin with two pronominal or reflexive verbs, despertarse y voltearse, and then we use the non-pronominal form of the verb sentir to say to feel the dizziness, sentir los mareos. So when sentir is followed by what you feel, a noun, un sustantivo, you use the non-pronominal or non-reflexive form. That's when I felt the dizziness. Fue cuando sentí los mareos. How do you think you would say, that's when I felt dizzy? Fue cuando me sentí mareada. In this case, rather than what we feel, we are expressing how we feel, and we use the adjective mareado, mareada. And therefore, we use the pronominal verb sentirse. Interprétalo otra vez. That's when I felt dizzy. Fue cuando me sentí mareada. Ahora, interprétalo todo. I woke up in the night, and when I turned over, that's when I felt the dizziness. Me desperté por la noche, y cuando me boteé, fue cuando sentí los mareos. Sentía como si el mundo estuviera dando vueltas. Repasemos el vocabulario. To continue reviewing the vocabulary and phrases from this clinical dialogue, sign up to become a member at docmolly.com. As a member, you'll have access to the rest of this lesson, plus the remainder of this vertigo evaluation in Spanish. Elisa, the physical therapist, goes on to ask about the duration of the episodes and when they occur. She also asks about other associated symptoms that may indicate a more serious problem. They review Angela's medications, and Elisa concludes by asking Angela what she hopes to accomplish with physical therapy. If you would like to learn all of this in Spanish, head over to docmolly.com and become a medical Spanish member. And to all my members, gracias de todo corazón. You keep this podcast going. Hasta la próxima. This is a production of DocMolly.com, where you will find interactive audio lessons that teach Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. <laughs>